Good morning, universe. The robotic syncopation of my diction is mm, maybe because I had to swallow. <clears throat> Whatever it was, wasn't uh, anything more than playful. Just like the entire notion of what I'm up to here in part two of 200 headlines that if they appeared tomorrow, I wouldn't be that gobsmacked. Would you, universe? I mean, yeah, I get that all infinite universe possibilities exist. And in a universe of infinite possibilities, yada, yada, circular logic and all that shit, but even if we close the donut or the, what's that one that they think the universe might look like? I mean, it is a donut, but what's that called? It's got a name. Well... Let's not think about that, because I'll never come up with it. Instead, let's think about, I wonder if, okay, I'm not a stat guy when it comes to people listening to this thing, because if you're listening to this, I almost wonder why. Do you have a mental problem? Or do you have a mental clarity issue that we're connecting with each other on mental clarities? Maybe. But <clears throat> having looked over my own, um, my own patterns of interest in listening well obviously the united states is number one where i would say um i don't know if i've had an, a download in every state i could check that on the map but if not it's pretty close i've probably got mm, 500 total downloads in the united states maybe a thousand of 3200 downloads total which is a lot but then i've done 200 and now one episodes so, really, it's not a lot. That's 16 downloads per episode. Um, so, honestly, it's nothing. Considering the volume of shit I've vomited, nobody's listening. Which is good for me. I don't want anyone listening. If people were listening, I'd be changing the message, and that would be not worth any of our time. Um, so... Um, the one that is featured on Spotify has been downloaded 157 total times. The one that is called, even not, even if it's not as glorious as maybe you thought, has been downloaded 80 times. 2929 Baby has been downloaded 43 times, and nothing else has been downloaded more than 40 times. So, no one's listening. But... There are people who unfortunately download because I see these one-time downloads all over the map. Like in all of South America, all of Central America, all of Africa. These poor people thought, if this is what America's really like, we are really in trouble. Well, they are right. For the wrong reasons, but they are right. And um, so I thought as an introduction to what the next 73 of these will be. Uh, in no particular order. I mean, there is a 10, top 11, I guess, at this point, that I have created as those which might be my most extreme headlines that I would see tomorrow and think, okay, yeah, whatever. Um, and Europe, you, you're kind of catching uh, America, to be honest, especially for repeat downloads, but whatever. Like I said, I'm not here for people to be listening. If you're listening to this, I imagine there's at least 53 other things you could be doing that are more valuable than this.
including the peaceful inner tranquility gained by listening to a dog snore? I'm totally not above it either, but that's not what I came here to talk about or for you to experience. Although maybe now's the time to hit the uh, stop download, stop streaming, stop listening and go snore with your dog. <clears throat> no matter what, treat your dog well. And it's funny because number 137, which is what would be next, was a dead on repeat. And I didn't know it. I wrote 137 with the full intent of it being original, but it was emotional energy can be directed. Which I'm sure I already mentioned, I think, way back in the first 10. So, yeah, emotional energy can be directed. But more importantly, it can be controlled. It can be... You are the... Uh, the cauldron with in which emotional energy churns. What you also are is the pick your hero uh, uh, character. I'm going to put this over here and never touch it again for the rest of the recording. Pick your character sheet here wisely. You can be the uh, wizard with whom the energy from that cauldron is redirected and shared through with your environment. You can be the up-and-coming warrior who will fend off all oncoming attacks through channeling the power of the energy within your cauldron. You can be the medic who on-site repairs and resuscitates those who have taken damage in this 3D universe through the magic of the energy swirling within that cauldron. The cauldron of emotional energy that you contain is the magic. Learning to control, direct, and channel it according to your best connection to this 3D universe. Uh, <clears throat> trust me, that's a little bit of why you're here. So, we'll open with that one. 137. Why are you here? Because you're an emotional gift of God. How are you using that gift? If I had to guess, unwisely. Not all of you, not all of you, not all of you. Some of you are some truly wonderful emotional creatures. I run into you now and again. I'm amazed by you. Your strength your hmm, tenacity of character in challenging circumstances. It shines on, and every time it does, I bask in your glow. I know, that's using you. But man, that's why you're here, to make us all feel better. Now, can we all do it? Well, yeah, of course. I'm working on it. And sometimes I'm throwing that your way, like right now. Anybody basking? Well, <clears throat> if you're not, then off to the insane asylum for you.
I mean the one in 1850, 60, 70, or whatever in your state. Whichever one is all fancy and ornate and still standing. Ah, right? We all know these things. There was one in Connecticut that was right by the Wilderness School. You could run to it. It was in Fairfield, Connecticut. We were in New Fairfield, Connecticut. And uh, not you could run to it, but you could run down the road that ran past it. It was up on a hill. Typical, right? Stephen King novel, up on a hill, fucking insane asylum. That had iron gates, if I remember right, and a fucking stone wall. But there were stone walls all through Connecticut, so that wasn't all that fancy-dancy. However, back to the point. These palatial developed estates of rather ornate architecture, given what they are, mental institutions, first of all, the word institution implies as cheap as fucking possible to any builder who starts the project. The word mental institution implies, well, how much money can we suck out of this project and not even give a fuck because we're talking about mental patients, right? So what if they have to pee in a hole that doesn't flush? These are mental patients. So the idea that Instead of giving them that treatment, which we all recognize as human nature, no, let's put them in palaces. Okay. The, the, just the, the common sense of you has to say, yeah, well, wait a second. What state was funding a project in the 1860s that would be a 148-bed asylum for crazy people and doing it with the sort of flourishes that came on what? European churches? Where is the sense of the project? There weren't that many crazy people. In fact, if you go looking at statistical comparatives, and this is work done by people other than me, I'm culling information from smarter people than me, presenting it in a way that makes me think, hmm, these smart people are onto something. Like, why were these areas not even populated with local jails until 100 years later? How is it the lunatic population was so out of control that we needed these facilities, yet... Local jails didn't emerge until 1950, 1960, even 1970 in some of these areas filled with lunatics. It doesn't add up. So, 135. Here come the olds. Petra is old. Oyentayatambo is old. Easter Island is old. And that's 35, 34, 33. I'll stop there. I don't need to old you any more than that. But we have we have our timeline way off. 
<clears throat> Shit is way older than you're told. Stuff is also younger than you're told. Oh my god, it's such a cluster of... Family friendly, right, Kitty? Are you leaving because I was going to say cluster? Cluster clock? Oh no, you're going to eat the dog food? That's going to start a war. Oh, you want to go out. Later. Meow. Alright, cat making a rear appearance here on the recording. <clears throat> but... Okay. How to figure out the true timeline of Earth. That is a college project I would put money into. Um, the rock carved in Saudi Arabia proves ancient cutting technology. The ones split right down the middle, still balanced. If you just want to look up the WTFs of the world that you don't know about, Go look up the balanced rocks around the world. And then WTF. But that rock cut with a laser, or the sort of saw that is unimaginable in size, to produce the result that sits split to this day on two balanced rock podiums of graceful placement, it's as if Someone has been spinning a basketball in Saudi Arabia for 17,000 years. And nobody noticed how fucking awesome this spinning basketball guy has been doing this thing for 17,000 years. And how's he done it for 17,000 years? Can anyone explain that? Well, that would be just as big a mystery as what the fuck cut that rock? Oh, well, you know, sometimes... The laws of gravity are so equally distributed that shit just cracks in half. Bullshit. That thing was carved. Just like the grid lines that are now being exposed. Well, we're way more being exposed when Google Earth was showing them, but now they've all been blurred out. Uh, we are editing the internet. One day at a time. One project at a time. So that you won't see the grid lines that are seriously across the entire fucking globe. Especially across the Americas. At least uh, down south, all that jungle overgrew most of it. But now, if they keep lidaring all that shit, we are in trouble. Probably should smoke some more weed. <clears throat> Anybody else? Anybody? Seriously. I, I got plenty. Oh, and <laughs> of course I passed my drug test. Now probably get fired for all the uh, prolific drug reference slash combo THD uh, associative relativistic uh, uh, determinants. But if those don't get me fired, then I really do work hard for them. And it's not like I'm a problem. I just passed my drug test. So it's not like I smoke a lot of weed. I smoke the kind of weed that apparently doesn't show up on drug tests. Whatever. All right. Well, we better get a thirst-quenching sip of caffeine-free squirt, been around since 1938, mm. citrusy thirst-quenching, indeed, alright, because the next one's going to make you pucker up, am I handling my phone, talk about puckering up, alright, clunkety-clunk, the poles, or at least the North Pole, the poles are vortices 
vortices, possibly as dipoles in the electric universe. Okay, first of all, where's that mirror space station North Pole Vortex uh, video now? I mean, you can find it. It's out there. It is freaking deaky. Because even if it's a special effect, it's like some of the fucking alien videos. If somebody went to that much trouble to create them, then it's straight up CIA mind game. And then what are they doing being scrubbed from the internet? It doesn't make sense. Again, what makes sense? Things disappearing are things that aren't to be seen. Things being rediscovered are things they want you to think, well, they must have validity. They keep finding more and more evidence to support it. Wade through that stuff carefully. Some of it is, in fact, revelation. Most of it is, in fact, narrative creation. Discerning what's what is on you. But there has to be a reason why when you fly southern routes... They don't fly over Antarctica, the short route. They fly up and through the northern hemisphere and back down. It doesn't make sense. That's question number one about the poles. Question number two is why is nobody allowed to fly over the North Pole? Why? Why is that not my right when I came to Earth? If I can figure out how to do it, that I can fly over the fucking North Pole. In a goddamn helium balloon if I want to. Fuck y'all. I don't have the right. <clears throat> How are you going to strip me of the right to explore the planet on which I manifested as the most sentient being here? As long as I'm not hurting anybody, hurting anything, or leaving any detrimental trail of further negative impact, then screw y'all. I'm going up over the North Pole. Who's with me? Let's get that helium balloon working. Wait, am I recording? Oh, yeah, I am. Okay. Rant over. 129. AI's already running the show. Huh. Fuck yeah, they are. Don't you think? I mean, it's all bots online. At what point is it all just being written by AI and fucking created by AI? Ten years ago? We missed the boat on that one big time. Those of us who are even in on that's concerning, that looks foreboding, that is worth watching and making sure we've got our fingers all over it, we fucked up. We were way, way, way out of our league when it came to those pushing that particular agenda. It's here, it's running the show, and no, I'm not surprised. YouTube admits to bearing uncomfortable truths. Ha ha! Again, why did I think these would be on this list when the CIA would just blow that shit up before it even got out? They'd do that to the Egyptology admits to burying ancient truths. Fucking headlines, too. Ain't nobody gonna let that stuff out now, damn it. What? Shit. Just keep lying. Keep finding shit that doesn't fit in and telling people it does. Keep discovering things that just don't support the timeline and telling people it just reinforces what we already knew the timeline to be. They won't go looking any further than the surface. Right? I mean, every spook knows that trick. 
when it first confronted with a reality you don't like, bluff that it supports the reality you already do like. Duh. Okay. 126. John admits to being full of shit, too. <laughs> well, of course I'm full of shit. Come on. This whole concept is full of shit. I am a pre-programmed white middle American dude who, you know what I have? Way too much time on my hands. Way too much latitude to explore things into num num land. I am the definition of full of shit. I'm here to tell you I'm full of shit. I'm no <laughs> truth revealer. I'm no person of consequence. I'm me. I'm as valuable as you, and you're as valuable as everybody you know, just like you're as valuable as me. Okay, here comes a cat. Making a second appearance on this recording. Kitty. Opening the door and all. <clears throat> you know how much we don't like having you in here uninvited, but... Hello. Everybody hates a cat, so don't worry about that. Um, I'm full of shit, man. I'm full of shit, woman. I'm full of shit, still deciding. I'm full of shit, but I'm full of respect. I'm full of kindness. I'm full of understanding. I'm full of forgiveness. So, yeah, I'm full of shit. We all are. Rise above it. 125. Apologies to Mr. Good. Okay, listen. I barely can apologize to that guy. But I could have been you, Corey Good. And... <clears throat> That is enough of a sobering thought to make me say, I'm sorry. I don't mean to disrespect anybody, even those who are running the ultimate charade across mankind. And womankind. I can barely understand you, but I can. And thus, I can forgive you. I hope you can forgive me for a moment of indiscretion I would take back. I do not have reason to disparage even you, Clintons. So I apologize to the Clintons. Given certain dice rolls working out my direction, could I have been Mr. Bill Clinton? Boy, is that ever a hubristic moment. Ugh, that dude is fucking so many goddamn 11s and skills that only go to 10. I'm not that, I'm just not that seriously well composed. I don't think I have it. I certainly don't have the hair. I mean, I have the, frankly, I have the oval obvious lascivious streak at 11. So I guess I could have been that Bill Clinton. Whatever. I just don't think I'm intellectual. <sighs> I don't have the stamina. I don't have the nose for it. I mean, the nasal passages. I don't have the uh, the charisma. 
man can just corral the room. So, he came with such a winner's hand to go down Satin Road. Of course he did. So, no, I couldn't have been Bill Clinton. He's, he's a few levels above me in the game. I admire Bill Clinton, and I despise him. But I understand him. I think. So, I'm not here to disparage anyone. Even Hillary's lying. Hillary, be glad you can't lie with the applause of your husband. Or don't. Whatever. Maybe you aspire only to that outcome. But, Hillary, you had gifts. You had real gifts. I'm not sure they all got maximized while you're here. For that, I wish you all the better in the next round of life. Hell, I hope you're in my next round of life, Hillary. I think you have some serious metal inside you that's worth something. I just don't think this environment pulled it out of you. So I don't despise, I don't begrudge, I don't turn my nose down, I don't, I don't even look across the table with anything except an expectance that we're all sitting at the same level, having this experience to the best of our ability. I love you all. Wait, is that number... Uh, one No, okay, that was 125. I love you all. No, it's that I forgive... Hmm. I, I, hmm. Understanding forgiveness and being kind brings out the love in me. So I keep working on it. 124. We found universal truth inside the crop circle messages. All right. If you haven't looked into the mystery and phenomenon that is crop circle amazement, go do it right now. That is way better time spent than anything you're going to listen to for the rest of this recording. That's all I'm going to say there. We do get to see our pets in the after veil. I'll call it that for now. Sweet. I do look forward to that. Uh, Mr. Epstein, not the one that I went to high school with. What was his name? Mark Epstein? Yeah. No. Greg Epstein? Greg Eifler. It was Greg Eifler, and nobody cares. Epstein. But the Jeffrey Epstein we do care about, that bro did not kill himself. I mean, duh. Of all the does, we need that duh. <clears throat> Dorothy Kilgallen didn't kill herself either. Duh. Gary Webb didn't kill himself either. 121, 120. All right, Arthur killed themselves. Back to what? We need some 120 here. How about U.S. history is a lie? Yep, all of it, most of it. The entire blocks of history that you've been taught are bullshit. More on that later. Not in this fucking recording. But, go figure it out. Just go where your intuition feels like it's being lied to and drill down until you can't stand it. On that note, 118, when you want to get the fuck away from it all, astral travel's real. I'm totally kick-ass and everybody can do it. Now that headline is long overdue. Trust me, if this mental midget can astral travel and bonsai, so can I, then so can you.
So do a little meditation. Start by accepting in your dreams that you're a lot more able to be free and yourself than you are in your real life. So ask of your dreams to give you some tips to help your real life settle the fuck down. Start there and then just take it where you can take it. And you know what you'll do? You'll 117 it, which is you'll meet your better selves in your dreams. Or your better selves, your more wise selves, your selves that have been through the ringer a few times in ways that have shown them a wiser path than the one you're currently on, they start coming in a plenty and they start helping you navigate. And it's all you. This isn't magic. Nope. This is the thirst-quenching, caffeine-free refreshment of the yellow can known as squirt. Since 1938 in this post-placenta universe. Okay, so meeting your better selves in your dreams. Bonus. But what if that better self keeps telling you about some imminent calamitous event? Okay. Lucid dreams are to me the candy cane universe of being asleep. Persistent, repetitive lucid dreams are tears in the fabric of timelines that you're vibrationally humming into or being hummed into from afar. I think there are cross nodes in what linear time activity necessitates that can't be escaped. I think there are hopscotch bridges between those time nodes that are much available to determine free will, activity of cause and effect, duality, etc., emotional embrace, all of it coagulates into this pool of yes, but we're going to end up here. This is unavoidable. And I feel as though the cycles of Earth's inevitability are reaching a crescendo of calamitous nature. I know history's littered with woe is me, the Earth is nigh, time of reckoning is here, we're all doomed, this is the insane point of when I go into those ornate Connecticut states of pristine. <sighs> I'm possibly lunatic material. I am all kinds of arguments for it. But I've also been rather lucid at moments in my life. Capable of what I would consider some level of medium to high-level problem-solving and retention of knowledge that continues to build in some meaningful amalgamation of being smart enough to cooperate these concepts into a bigger truth. That's a rather robust self uh, description, no doubt. 
for someone who can be fooled by his own intuition as much as anything. I'm humble enough to admit. I'm no messiah. I am no singer of songs. I have ultimately no fucking clue. But if, for whatever reason, lucid dreaming is someone connecting to us, saying, since you happen to be so thick-headed, we can log our total miniature microwave transmissions right at you without frying your brain. Well, buddy, here's your message. Your world's about to flip upside down in magnetic pole reversal upheaval or some other twist of energetic conveyance where everything stops. The rotation of the Earth stops. At least that's what it seems like happens in these events. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on, but whatever it is, it washes the planet with water. And I think the only thing that would do that is the planet actually coming to some level of centrifugal momentum halt. Because the water's going to go. So, there you go. I'm not taking it further than that, because you all think I'm a lunatic already. But, if I didn't put that at 116, where was I going to put it? At 115? Fuck no. Because 115 is... We have no fucking idea what happened to that woolly mammoth. What happened to that woolly mammoth? How did it freeze instantly? How does the chemistry even occur? Is that the cloud of vapor that kills everything? Does some methane rush of, what, near absolute zero gas escape from underneath the ground and kill us all in some burp of frozenness? That would explain those people in Pompeii who are killed doing chores. Who's killed during doing chores in a volcano eruption? Really? Does that make sense? There's no warning whatsoever that makes you drop the broom? You're just caught broom-handed? Are you? Really? I don't know. But I do know cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome... That shit exists, and it sucks. Listen, I'm number one on the cannabis freight train driving off Ganja Hill into Doobie Canyon. Let's light that motherfucking bong and blow clouds till I'm fucking unconscious. Speaking of which, honestly, boom. All right. We got some yabba-dabba zoinks. Wait. Does that get me out of copyright infringement? I mean, seriously, it should, right? I mean, I completely redirected my doobage over to the zoinkage, and that was intentional to keep out any kind of connective tissue of gray matter connecting... Wait, I better finish this first. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Nobody does. Wait, zoinks! Oh, yeah, but dabba Wait, there's no way to... How do you pause? All right. We are now back from a quick visit to, what did we go to here? To Amnesia Hayes. Hayes. Amnesia, how you been? Um, after visiting Amnesia and waking her from her haze, we still want to tell you that that cannabinoid fucking hyperemesis shit, that syndrome, it's real. And it does suck. 
And I've only experienced it since I started taking concentrate hits. I never had it when I was just smoking green. And I've realized now that I, even though I've been a committed cannabis 24-7 user since fucking, what, 1988? Uh, it's been a while. The, uh, the potential collective buildup that 30 years into it caused that syndrome to emerge, 35 years into it, 40 years into it, whatever you want to say. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I know that if you get that gut wrenching, uh, <laughs> fetal position imposing syndrome in your life, you're going to find it debilitating at a minimum. And uh, it is so debilitating that I've changed my diet entirely because of it, or not entirely, but mostly because of it. And I uh, consider certain foods now completely off limits because of their potential to throw me into uh, tizzing, one of which is meat. I don't know why, but meat seems to aggravate my system more than anything. So I've quit eating it, mostly. That said, I'm going to go to Thanksgiving tomorrow and have some turkey, so fuck that. Not that vegetarianism, but I am mostly a vegetarian other than custom, which sucks for you birds. I get it. I'll come around to that sooner or later, but custom's got to die as much as they got to transfer. All of this, so not what I wanted to talk about, but a little haze on the amnesia and God knows where you're going to end up next. Does God know? Don't get that cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. You'll thank me later. If you do get it, you'll understand why I said you didn't want to get that. All right. Nobody knows nothing about nutrition. 113. Yeah, that might actually be true. I mean, seems like wherever you go, you can certainly get conflicting information on that one. So, after dropping my phone into a position I think I can remember not to handle it, We'll move to 112. Dreams have proven to transcend the boundary of time. I am sure of it that we dream back and forth across incarnations of our own existence, across time. I can dip into experiences I've had in other parts of the timeline, either this one or other Earth timelines. It's hard to know if that is cross traveling, timeline jumping in current realities. Or if you're backtracking in the same timeline or cross-jumping forward in the timeline, all this is hard to see. But I know that that's all available. And we can do it in our dreams and in our waking reality if we're that mentally agile. I am not. <laughs> but there are people who are. Um, so, work on your dreams to transcend time because there's wisdom there to be had. I promise you. Just trust that it's available and you'll become a master at it. Which, of course, leads to 111, which is, by its very nature, obligatory that reincarnation is totally a thing. That headline would be awesome. Just like that. Bam, New York Times. Reincarnation is totally a thing! Exclamation point. Comments below. 110. <sighs> Alright, I was going to go on this rant sooner or later, so I saved it for the top 100. Americans proven most brainwashed nation on Earth. 
109. Americans proven most dunning kruger nation on Earth. 108. Americans not proven exceptional. Americans consider riots, but never get it going. 107. Americans almost... What does that say? Oh, almost willing to admit they lied about tons of shit. Okay, that's as far as I'll take, but I gave you four roasts and a sniffle uh, and a shake of the strawberry diesel, but I haven't had any of that, so that's not really implied. That's just a sitting on the sidelines saying, hey, Americans, you suck. Americans do suck in our own way. Being one, I'm not going to sell out our entire existence, but man, are we hypocrites. I mean, use 25% of the of the Earth's resources, if not more, while you're only 5% of the Earth's population. That alone is a statistic that makes me want to barf out diarrhea. But I'm going to move on to 106. World comes clean following America's lead about all the lies they've told. We're not the only ones who are full of shit lying about everything, and just weaving narratives to our fucking advantage. It's not just us. Now, it might mostly be the West. I'm not sure on this. It doesn't feel like it's a whole lot of Chile or Ecuador, but... Uh, fuck. I just don't know how filthy everybody is, but we're maybe the filthiest. America might be the dirtiest, but the dirt is piling up everywhere. This is... The sort of landscape in which mass, mass, mass forgiveness is important that we do for everybody. Or we could just forgive all. We're all filthy. Somehow or another, we're all filthy. So, if the world came out and followed America's lead about admitting to all their lies and admitted to all their lies, well, 107 and 106 would be fucking amazing. So what would 105 be? Well, of course... World Kick-Ass Day would finally be installed for all of us to celebrate how kick-ass this world is as a goddamn world. Why don't we have a world holiday? Why? Why? New Year's Day? No, it's not one. It's not a world holiday. Chinese New Year is a different day. Why don't we have a world holiday? Earth Day for all of us. 420? Bullshit. That's not It's a made-up day. Why isn't there a world holiday? Because we don't have touch with our national heritage? Our national heritage? I mean our world heritage. Ooh, there's one to put in the top 30. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, we've lost touch with our world heritage. That's why there's no World National Day, World Kick-Ass Day, World fucking Cool as Hell Day. None of it. But we need one. 104, how did we capture the moon? <laughs> how did we capture the moon? How did we capture the moon? How is it that the moon is close enough to the Earth? to affect our tidal flow of water, yet not close enough for that big motherfucker to land on us. The moon is fucking enormous. Uh, it's only one-sixth the actual mass of the Earth's mass, so it's like way lighter. It's like a ping-pong ball compared to the Earth being a, what, baseball? Okay, douchebag, I get that. But what I'm asking is how something 
of that little mass could have then been collected by the earth. Well, it wasn't collected. See, the moon collided into the earth. There were two different planets. Maybe this is why the asteroid belt exists? No, it's not. So don't follow that lie. <coughs> but what you're saying is that the moon collided with the earth and then bounced out and became contained by the earth, yet is so much lighter than the earth that it just sort of stuck where it is. And, coincidentally, in the same cosmic collision, the momentum swing of the moon became so directly connected to the earth that it spins itself exactly in the same rotational uh, speed as the earth is spinning on a 24-hour axis that we only see the one face of the earth, or the moon. That's the explanation for why we never see the backside of the moon. Because the spin of the moon and the spin of the earth are canceling each other out. I mean, I want to knock on the door and see if anybody's on the other side willing to knock some sense into this fucking explanation. And, oh, and, and this body. Well, we'll get to that. The moon makes no sense. It makes no sense. No one's explained it. No one can even come close to explaining its presence. It is bigger than Pluto. And we captured it. Hmm. It's a planet-sized entity that we captured? We're the Earth. We're not Jupiter. How'd we do it? Come on, popular mechanics. You explained Building 7. Oh, no, you didn't. But you explain. Wait, did you explain anything? No. Okay. I'll go to somebody besides popular mechanics on this one. What about that dude at Utah or Utah State? What was his name? Or was it BYU? It was BYU. Okay, we'll go find some truth tellers, throw this one at them. But for now, we're going to consider the uh, how did we capture the moon question still fucking unanswered. Hmm. Why it hasn't collided into us? Maybe it will. Maybe that's the big event. All right, 103. Equinox alignments on every continent connected through the megalithic architecture that they are embodying. Right. So we got all these megalithic uh, Stonehenge slash uh, uh, Oyantai Tambo? Slash whatever, you name it, aligned with the equinoxes that happen to just have occurred on every planet. Well, yeah, man, you know, once you realize that that is when the days become longer and longer and longer, and then you get shorter and shorter and become longer and longer and become shorter and shorter, it's just a pattern everybody sees. So we put up rocks to designate calendars. That's how everything starts, man. It's just, it's organic. It's the way civilizations occur. It's... It, 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 and we always do it with big rocks. That's how we do it. On every continent, what everybody does. Do you not have your big rocks? Did you not lay them out according to the solstice? Well, what the fuck have you been doing, dude? How are you going to know when to plant your corn? All right. One oh, what? What am I on here? Two? Pyramid was a defense node on a worldwide magnetic crisis grid. Or electric crisis grid. Which one? Hard to say. I don't know. That's kind of an interesting thought that 
there was this ancient construction of defense using our megalithic architecture as a, what, as a surge suppressor against some sort of influx of magnetic or electric energy? Is that even possible? Solar flare? Could that be off-guarded through some discharge suppressant or what? Circuit of protection across the grid to keep it from all overwhelming things? We distribute it according to this displacement of pyramid energy? Well, that, that would be cool, right? So I'm sure Hollywood should get to work on that one. But what if ellipses were the kind of magic that some ancient civilization created to amuse themselves? How likely is an ellipse that your solar system of energy and your moon of one, the only one you have, are in such rotational Coincidence and size similarity to create ellipses? I mean, in a universe full of infinite possibility, that seems like too big a long shot. All right, we got to pause and smoke on that. Do we believe this? I don't think we do. I mean, do we believe ellipses are manufactured? Come on, don't you? Okay, fine. You want to say the ellipse thing's a bridge too far for you? That's fine with me. I get it. It's fucking phenomenal that someone could place the moon in direct alignment with the sun to create the ellipse pattern that creates itself to awe us every what? Presidency? It's spectacular. But the likelihood that it's random compared to that it's been orchestrated? I think it's favored to have been orchestrated. Think about it. Actually, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but it sounded pretty good, huh? Okay, I think one more sip of squirt. And, dun, 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 number 100. I know I wrote it somewhere, like, on this page. What was it? <coughs> squirt. Or maybe I'm having to choke back the... 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> hmm. Hello. <sighs> Might need some caffeine. But, if you don't know all the BS around that event, well, I can't imagine you'd be listening to this. 99. Maldek blew itself up. I'm serious. Check it out. What do you think the asteroid belt is? 98. Gobekli Tepe is the Tepe de Eseberg of our own ignorance, Tepe. Seems like it, eh? Or Tepe? 97. Multiple timelines in simultaneous existence. I sort of just touched on this, but yeah, that's true. 96. Oh, more suicides? Phil Schneider did not kill himself. Kenny Trentadu definitely didn't kill himself. And come on, man, Michael Connell was murdered. 90... That was 94, so 93. I'm dead, and this is hell. 
That headline, unfortunately, wouldn't surprise me at all. 92. Weed is good for you. That's a headline I wouldn't be that surprised by either. And neither of those... Oh, yeah, they'd, they'd be way less surprising than this one. But if this one happened, I'm not going to be surprised, just the world would be, if they opened up an exploration into polio and its connection to vaccinations. Particularly, well, leave it at that. Okay, that takes us down to uh, number 90. Okay, we're making progress. 90 is... Oh, there's an afterlife. Well, there's a there's an other... There's a spiritual existence. There's a soul. I mean, the soul persists. It's timeless. So, there's a beyond the veil. There's a... There's a subway station of matrixy white light that leaves you thinking, did I do it okay? And then reveals, oh, nobody. No, you did not. So, anyway, that's that's of comfort, right? Okay, let's give myself some fucking self-inspection. 89, my be kind grade in the last 11 months has been... Uh, that was not kind, so there, I just went to a C plus from a B minus. I'm somewhere in that range. I passed. You wouldn't hold me back, but you wouldn't want to give me anything but higher expectations out of myself for the next year because too many ways did I act unkind in the moment when I should have been kind. Let's just leave it at that. My final forecast. These are the toughest months in which to be kind, aren't they? Yeah, they are. And the easiest months in which to be phony kind, which I swear I'm not going to be. So, how kind can I be? I will be satisfied with a B plus. I will be impressed with anything that's an A minus or higher, and I will be disappointed if I can't pull C plus performance. So B plus will be satisfaction and a smile. A minus will be, hey, that's better than I thought I had in me. And B to C plus, eh, that's about what I expect. C or C minus or worse? Well, what the fuck happened? I'll have to be giving myself a better understanding forecast because I will have to understand what the fuck happened. My understanding grade for the year? Huh. This might be an A minus. And for good reasons. Hang on. Well... In typical me fashion, um, me blew it. And so, me tacking on final recording notes for list of 200 headlines that wouldn't surprise me all that much. Even though, at some point in my life, they would have slapped me upside the head like a slap of ham. I, leave, I believe that's the metric on which I've been measuring this. And where I got cut off was how my understanding grade for the year and forecast for the next month looks. I think I've come to see myself as a very understanding person. I'm probably more understanding than I am kind. I'm, I mean, I'm way more understanding than I am kind. Um, am I more understanding than I am forgiving? Boy, that is a burp of squirt. Squirt since 1938. Now, I'm thinking, because I forgive everything, right? 
I don't understand everything. So I guess not. But, hey, my attempts at being understanding, I have to give myself an A- minus here. I'm sure there's room for improvement. I didn't really have to focus on this because I kept falling into understanding positions in which I felt genuine in my performance. So my forecast is now that I've kind of brought it to the bear, growl, right on, claws and all, I'm going to say, why not expect an A? If this is a natural inclination that I've been mastering without Zen thinking about it, well, fuck, man, don't let my own mental game get in the way. Watch, this will turn it into a B- now, but won't that be Murphy's Law reenacting itself in action and thus giving us a forecast of the present, future, past, and predicament we're all in simultaneously? Could you forgive me for that statement? Well, I seem to forgive everything, so I give myself an A-plus here. Forecast an A-plus. I'm an A-pluser. But my B on time, my number 86 forecast. Let's say that that's forecast for a B to B+. Plus. My performance this year was a B plus to A-. minus. If you give that I am in the remedial class, and thus my effort toward a standard at which I could be great on a curve will give me more like an A. But if you were to hold me to a standard against which those who accelerate and do what they are trying to do and overachieve and so doing for the most part uh, are doing the best among us, well, yeah, I'm nowhere near that class. So I've got a lot of room to still improve, but I made lots of improvements, so I give myself a B plus A minus. Number 85. How much of a B myself grade do I give myself for the year of 2022 to this point, November 23rd, at 1240 on the... 11-23-2022 placenta post-ABC year. Star Trek something around them, right? Star Trek 87.30999. Well, this is Earth 8675-309. I'm sorry, this is Earth 867-5309. In all of those incarnations. Well, it's my best year of ever being myself, period. So, is that deserved of an A in itself? No. So, am I deserved of an A here? I don't know. I don't want to think that this is... Uh, this is a, a year of minimal accomplishment, because I accomplished a lot. This is a year of great transition for me. Any year in which clarity, like a hammer to a nail, well, has revisited enough to, to finally take hold. So here I sit, comfortable. I feel I am at peace with destiny and purpose, as well as everything that comes with it. Can I be more myself? Yes. So I'll give myself a B. Flat out. First time I've ever graded myself here, so I think whole grades are appropriate. There's no nuance. I've got room to grow. Thus, I've got a B. Lots to be encouraged by. Plenty of opportunity to show progress. And let's do what we can 
to mark a better future. So, the only seed that's really on the agenda, my kindness grade. Seriously. And in a, in a harsh environment, I deserve a C for being on time. But I deserve a C plus, to be honest. There's a lot of nuance there. Let's be totally true. Oh, my, since 1938. My, what the fuck am I doing with Lily grade? <coughs> well, that will make me cough. All right. Lily's a delusional schizophrenic who walked in my back door in a state of delusion. This happened in the year 2017, in the month of, I believe, February, though it might have been March. Um, and if you want to know about why Lily was my hero, you can go listen to episode 64 and see what happened was, which is module two of It's All My Fault. That's enough for you to understand what the fuck I'm doing with Lily... And why I give myself a grade here of a C minus. All right, on to headlines that wouldn't surprise me all that much. Okay, this one's as far out on a limb as I'm going to go. But it's a fun one. And that is that we live in a snow globe. Oh, what? Okay, well, for one, it would make all the flat earthers happy. They got some arguments. For two, it would, um, it would explain the... The badunk thing that happened with us penetrating the ether up there, plus the watery presence that seems to rear its head in uh, mythology across all of the permeate layers above us, all I know is it would also satisfy, what is it, like 47 mythological cultures have uh, the snow globe as it were, model of uh, Earth's uh, planar existence as its cosmic um, turtle on elephant's backs, as it were. So why not? We live in a snow globe. 82. Earth is a rocky planet being doused by a water species to turn it into an H2O planet. Okay, this one I like a lot. <laughs> because, think about this. What if all the shit that's going down is just because somebody, somewhere, found the treasure box that it is to have a rotating ball of rock around a source of energy that permits liquid water? What's necessary for liquid water? Well, atmospherically is a very sensitive zone. Temperature is a very sensitive zone. So I'll bet there ain't a whole lot of liquid water balls of rock floating around. So what if we started as one and somebody came across us and thought, booyah, liquid water all over it. We can put liquid water literally all over it. The whole thing can be liquid water, all of it. And so the only way to transform a plant or a planet into a liquid water terrarium is in stages. First stage, yeah, it's that great flood you hear about. That's where all our oceans came from. Next stage, well, what do you think the next stage will be? So, which one do you like better, that or the snow globe? 
Well, I'll give you a third. Because we don't want to limit you here to just duality. That's very earthy. Here in the cosmic consequence of multiple 200 lists, what if the earth is expanding? Okay, this is a fun, fun one. Because what if the earth is just cracking open and what lives in the earth is water? Kind of explains why all the continents fit together. Or, I'm going to go one further. What if the earth is just one huge crime syndicate for the CIA? And the MI6 and whoever else is the CIA's bitch. Could be, right? Okay. <clears throat> but, doesn't matter. Because that's it's like huge system-wide truths, right? Even if you found those out, what would you do about them? They are what they are, right? But you, listening to this, if you are, poor soul that you might be, you, my friend, are connected to Source. And every time you dream, you are directly connected to Source. Start with that, it's worth knowing. 78 is also worth knowing, and that's that drugs fuck with your dreams. So, if you want to... Uh, have a reason to stop your crystal meth uh, habit, it's because you no longer dream. And when you're not dreaming, you lose touch with all of your spiritual support. So drugs are bad just for that reason alone. I don't think weed does that, by the way. It doesn't for me. It does maybe for other people. So if it did for me, it would be reason enough to quit weed. And I have changed everything in my life for weed. So to have to quit weed would literally take disconnecting from my spiritual self. 7-7. Seven, seven. Nazca lines prove we've got to get to Peru. Huh. Fuck yeah, we do. Know what I mean? There are places on Earth that you should be getting called to. And if something like the Nazca lines don't trip your trigger of, oh, what the fuck? happened there i gotta check that out well then 76 Angkor Wat says come here first but 75 the Alora caves they say there's no way you should miss us on the way and when you think of Pumapunku 74 well they might be the oldest ruins of all Except when you look at Iowa Tataya, they say you don't even know how important the construction that's still there is, despite everything that's buried. But uh, I think Hampi does. And Sigura, Sigiura, I don't even know how to say that one. The big old shit on the rock fortress with the cascading fountains and pools. Oh my. God, does that work graceful? It is the pinnacle of man's achievements. Most people can't even climb the fucking stairs to get to it. And then you've got like <clears throat> Tikal and Chichen Itza asking why they never make these lists as spectacular as they are. Well, I mean, you got Machu Picchu, Baalbek, Giza, 
Teotihuacan, Easter Island. I mean, there are places on this earth that should be magnet to moment in time, space, reality of your existence directly calling you to them. So, number 69. <clears throat> Giants and Titans left evidence that they've been here and it is now all available to the public to be reviewed. Wow, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Instead of all hidden by the Smithsonian. All right, 68. How about this one? What if volcanoes are slurry pits degassing or detoxing or doing their chemical reaction thing like slurry pits are prone to do? Well, that would be weird because, well, that would, could that help explain why there really isn't a forest on earth that's like older than 300 years? 67 asks. All right, man, you're getting fucking weird. Like all that 66 number, there was a cover up of OKC at a minimum. You really want to go there, bro? Well, Terrence Eke went there. Look what happened to him. So maybe I don't. All right, 65. We're going to stop on this one. I'm wrong about all of this. It's possible, right? I mean, I got 64 more of these to go. Part three, I guess. I don't want to overwhelm too much. But could I be wrong about every single one of these? Popular Mechanics says, Yeah, you motherfucker, of course. All right, Popular Mechanics, we heard from you already. But to the rest of the world, to the results that don't come up, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, through 30th on Google, could I be wrong about all of them? Maybe. Maybe Michael Connell killed his son in a terrible exhibition of flight incompetence. It's possible, it's possible, it's possible. <sighs> or maybe the convenient plane crash killing another witness just starts to stack up a little too coincidentally. I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. I don't know. I do know that I've got 64 more of these to go through. I originally went through 63 of them, so that means 127. That means I just did 73 of the 200 headlines that wouldn't, frankly, gobsmack me as much as they probably would have. Uh, at some other point on the timeline. So if you made it through 73 of those with me, man. Well, <clears throat> I hope you learned something. I know I'm constantly trying to not waste your time. So if you're here, I guess I'll say thank you. Listening to all this matters to me more than I can express. And if there's anything the next 64 will provide, 
Well, the universe has the best sense of humor of anyone I know.